Sports, 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 the cheeseburger victory celebration of sports and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in beautiful Anderson, Indiana. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And home, probably vomiting, uh, is uh, Snoop, Gross. the period. And me, the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Uh, so, Reed. Episode one, two, three. One, two, three. How are we doing tonight? Feel good. Feel good. Um, you know, just the two of us. So yeah. We can talk about whatever we want, I guess. Well, Snoop right? may not be back if he's got that Wuhan flu. Oh, so, you yeah. think he's got the Wuhan flu? I don't flu? know. Oh, man. Yeah, we just got a text midday today. I was just thinking, you know, it's the third show of the new year and mm-hmm. it's rolled over and he's yep. just using that PTO up early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I checked in with the commissioner, too, to see if he wanted yeah. to come up. He's like, no, nah, I'm at home dealing with sick kids, uh, too. So Everybody's yeah, got everyone's it. Everyone's sick. So it's going around. Hopefully, you're doing much better than that. Um, and if you're not, hopefully, our show soothes you. Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> Let this be the healing balm yeah. that, that you need. Uh, well, you can find this show. Obviously, you found it if you're listening. Uh, we're on all the podcast apps. Uh, if you're checking us out there, give us a rating and uh, tell your friends. And with that, read. How about some sports? Well, how about it? Uh, you want to talk about some uh, cheaters right off the bat? Yeah, well, we talked about this a little bit mm. last week. Uh, Major League Baseball cheating. The yeah. sign-stealing scandal. Yeah, the banging on the, banging well, banging on the, on trash, the trash can. can. Well, we've had a more high-tech development. Oh, okay. So, Ho- uh, Jose Altuve, okay. who is a player for the Houston Astros, hit a walk-off homer to go... To the World Series back in two World Series ago. So hmm. what would that have been? 17. Hit a walk-off home run against Araldus Chapman, who's okay. one of the game's better closers for the Yankees. He has really two pitches. Mm-hmm. He's got a fastball that's north of 100. Yeah. And then he has a pretty mean change-up, little slider, fall-off-the-table, off-speed pitch. Well... It's come to find out that there's video of Altuve running into home plate where the whole team is around the plate because it's the end of the game. Yeah. They're jumping up and down. And as he rounds third, he looks at the group of guys at the plate and wags his finger and holds his jersey and says, don't tear my shirt off. Because that's kind of a thing when you do a walk-off, home run, big game, they rip your jersey off, they pour water on you, you're going crazy. There's a buzzer scandal now. In Houston, where these they think the guys are wearing buzzers on their shoulders or under their arm, and they get buzzed when a changeup is coming. Real interesting if you watch the whole huh. bat. Uh, Chapman's got high heat. I mean, he can wing the ball. So Altuve takes three balls in a row, two high high and outside fastballs, and then about an 83-mile-an-hour slider mm-hmm. uh, changeup comes in. And then the next pitch, he, I mean, Altuve is a great player. He can hit. Mm -hmm. But he smashes this ball. Walk-off homer, two-run homer, uh, series over. They're going to the World Series. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going crazy. But this video, you just keep watching this video. Everybody's tweeting this video out. And you see him. They even asked him afterwards, how come you didn't want the guys to rip your shirt off? And he goes, oh, I'm shy, you know, and my wife gets upset. When my, well, then the clips come of like every time he's had a big play, his shirt's off or right. his jersey's open or he's jumping up. He's a real little guy, too. Uh-huh. So guys are picking him up and like, yeah, so this is not good for baseball. Baseball's already kind of, you know, teetering on uh, off of the steroid scandal and it's a forever season and it doesn't have a whole lot of. Uh, it doesn't have the TV ratings like football does, and you got day games. They're not selling out tickets and everything. This is not really a scandal that baseball wants nor needs right. at this point. So we'll keep an eye on this, but I thought, man, high-tech cheating. They got little buzzers they got. They, they're either wearing them you know, like an armband or something across their chest hmm. or something that vibrates when they know that a, a change-up or an off-speed pitch is coming, and they can just smash it. So it's because they've been watching the signals, and then whoever's watching the signals, they got someone who's like exactly. sending that to the They have a the camera buzzers. out in the center field watching the catcher's signals. Right. And then when they see the changeup or the off-speed pitch coming, they buzz the batter. Now, this is my only question is, wouldn't... I mean, I guess I don't know what these buzzers actually look like, but if they exist... 
but wouldn't that couldn't that like throw off their batting anyway? Well, or? the call comes in well before the pitcher okay. winds up. Okay, so they they've got so they've got time two, to three, catch four the thing and to, then yeah. okay. That's kind of how I thought about it first. And if, at first, I don't know why, but when they were talking about buzzers, I was thinking about those trick pins yeah. that you hit and they shock you. Right. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh yeah, that throw you off. But I think it's probably just like a little bzz, bzz, subtle. Yeah. You know? Okay. And yeah, but. So now we may have a well, we do have a lot more players implicated now, and huh. it's becoming more and more high tech. And if one team's doing it, Rowdy, there's oh, yeah. there are other teams doing this, if not even more sophisticated. But the whole "Don't rip my shirt off." He's literally holding That's his jersey fishy. shut That's as he goes fishy. into yeah. the pile of guys. It it is. It's fishy, and it hurts too because I really like Altuve. He's 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 fun player. Yeah, and that was a great Astros team, but. And, mm. and the other thing is, too, when you watch these pitchers, there was one pitcher, I forget who it was, during that trash can season, that same season, or the season before maybe even, where he comes off the mound and he looks at the catcher and you can tell he says, they've got our signals. Hmm. You know, and so they have to like meet at the mound and switch up their signals, which has always been part of the game, that the second the guy on second steals the signals and all that. But when you're talking about... Zoom, telephoto cameras oh, in yeah. center field and electronic devices and all that. I mean, it, it's getting, it's getting shady. Well, what do you think about? Because like to me, if they if they were cheating and if they were cheating, you know, whether it was for for just that game or whether it was for the whole right. season, which if they're the signal it's thing that was going the on the whole se- season, yeah, right? Because sure, because sure. that's how it was first yeah. found out right. was that in the regular s- season they were having problems and yeah. some somebody was watching the games and was yep. like, huh? Like I keep hearing this banging. Well, and if and, you're a pitcher, yeah, and you're like Araldis Chapman, yeah. you got two pitches. Mm-hmm. You got a hundred and one mile an hour fastball and an eighty three mile an hour changeup. Yeah. The What's advantage, it, why do they call it a change? Because it, it changes the pace. So if you throw in a hundred and then you throw a seventy-five or eighty mile an hour one, it screws up the batter's uh, timing. I gotcha. They don't know what to expect. Yeah. But if you've got two pitches and the batter knows which one you're throwing, yeah, he's that's pre- a yeah, huge disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I just looked this up to see if if they were going to strip the World Series win, and yeah. MLB commissioner said that they will not strip the Astros or the Red Sox of their World Series titles after the sign-stealing scandals. Uh, he said that the league will honor the, quote, long tradition in baseball of not trying to change what happened. <laughs> you don't have to change what happened. You could just suspend all these guys forever, which yeah. is what a lot of these guys have been. They've been suspended indefinitely. A lot of suspensions going around these days. I just, I think they should strip it. I mean, like, I, I, kind of, I, mean, I tend to agree. Wow. I tend to agree. And you just don't have a champion. I, I don't think they should give it to the loser. Right. But you just don't have a champion. So the 2017 yeah. or 18 World Series, whichever it was, there's no, no champion. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. I, I, I could get behind that, I think. And what does... Okay, so if you win the World Series, you get the trophy. Mm-hmm. Like, does what else does the team get? Like, well, do they, they get... Like, is there any kind of, like... I'm sure everyone has or, contract bonuses in there. Okay. Just like in football. Like, yeah. if you pass this many yards or if you make it to the Super Bowl you make another half a million mm. if you win the Super Bowl you might make another million on okay. top so that's why the although in baseball all their money is guaranteed but right. in football that's why they'll say they signed a 50 million dollar contract 35 is guaranteed because they have the opportunity to make 15 with okay. with all of the specials interesting and all that. yeah so okay. It gets a little squirrely there. Man. But yeah. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on this, but this is getting interesting, and this is not good for baseball. Well, do you think Altuve is going to end up in the Baseball Hall of Fame? I think you're better off in the Hall of Fame for cheating than you, this kind of cheating, than you are for roids or mm-hmm. like Pete Rose gambling. Speaking yeah. of Hall of Fame. Yeah. We just got two new inductees in the Hall okay, of Fame. Okay, who? Right fielder for the Colorado Rockies. The first Colorado Rocky. Okay. To make the uh, Pro Baseball Hall of Fame, Larry Walker, okay, who also played for a couple other teams, but he's known as a Rocky because he spent most of his time okay. at the Rockies, and he was uh, pre-Humidor Rocky. So remember, they put the Humidor oh. in because guys were just crack-a-lacking home yeah. runs at that high altitude. He was pre-Humidor. Okay, so. Some people argue so that may maybe he's inflated. Rocky. He might be okay. pre-Humidor Colorado Rocky to get in. Uh, Larry Walker and then Derek Jeter, mm. the shortstop for the uh, New York Yankees. He got in with 99.75% of 
of the votes. Hmm. That means, Rowdy, there was one person that didn't vote for him. Hmm. The only other unanimous player to get in was in 2019, Mariano Rivera, hmm. the game's best closer. He got a 100% vote total. Hmm. But Derek Jeter... Who are the people who get to choose? Uh, sports writers, baseball writers. Yeah. And really? I forget how many it is. It's hundreds. Hmm. But I can't remember. Snoop would know this. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember off the top. Other... Massive numbers. Ken Griffey Jr. in 2016 got 99.32% of the vote. Hmm. And let's look down the list here of people you would recognize. 1999, Nolan Ryan. Okay, I know uh, that. I had his baseball pitcher, card. Yeah, yeah, got in with 98.79% okay. of the vote. But, I mean, you're that, literally, one guy mm-hmm. voted, didn't vote for Derek I think Derek we've Jeter. talked about this before, but, like, what, yeah, what do you think is going on with these, this, oh, like, contrarian... Being- yeah. yeah, they are. Hmm. They are. They're just being contrarians. Derek Jeter, another interesting stat, was never married during his baseball career. Or huh. at least not until the very, very end. Eligible bachelor. Remember huh? we talked about him many episodes back about the uh, basket. You'd spend the night with Derek Jeter and you'd get a gift basket. Oh, he denies yeah. this. But here's a short list of women he dated throughout his baseball okay. career. Mariah Carey. <laughs> uh-huh. Tyra Banks, uh-huh. Scarlett Johansson, uh-huh. Jessica Alba, uh-huh. Jessica Biel, uh-huh. and then he married uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model Hannah Davis. That's who he is currently married to. Huh. So the Jeets never had a scandal, never had any kind of off-the-field relationship drama. Class act. I mean, unfortunately, he was a Yankee, but the Jeets is the man. Did you know he apparently is also an author? Really? Uh, he oh, is, he started that magazine. He's written a, uh, let's see, there's a book series uh, called The Contract. Really? Written by... The well, Jeets. It's written by Derek Jeter. With and, a ghostwriter. And Paul Mantel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, it basically, it's a, uh, a series of, like, YA fiction Oh, uh, young adult. In, yeah, Ooh. inspired by uh, his youth. Like Goosebumps mm-hmm. or... So it's it's actually like it is about him. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, so YA biography-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, there's a whole series of these things. Yeah, wow. that's interesting. I'll have to check those out. Uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah I maybe. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, the contract, change up, fair ball, See? fast break. Curveball. These are all different books. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Yeah, Strike Zone. Yikes! Uh, Scar- yeah, he's Scar- he's, he's, got a, he's got a lot of these. Yeah, Mariah Carey. Um, when's he When's he gonna write the Harlequin series of all of his girlfriends? <laughs> that I, I mean, will that, read. That, that yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> it could be coming. Oh man. Uh, okay, but let's, congrats to Larry yeah. Walker and Derek Jeter. Yeah, good job. Yeah, boys. Way to go, fellas. Um, when are they going to let women in the Baseball Hall of Fame? It's going to be a while. Going to be a while, hmm. I'm afraid. Softball Hall of Fame, different story. Mm-hmm. But baseball, it will be. We'll get to that a little bit later, but women breaking into major sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll wait for the uh, ball person of the week for that. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, you want to talk about Eli Manning? Oh, Eli Manning, thirty-nine-year-old Eli Manning, younger brother of Peyton Manning, two-time Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. Great Super Bowls, by the way, because mm-hmm. both of them he beat Tom Brady. Oh yeah, he actually won the Super Bowl that was here in Indy. If you remember, oh that's right, yeah, right. it was mm-hmm. the Giants versus mm-hmm. the Pats. He did get benched mm-hmm. last season, and then again this season uh, for uh, who is their new guy, Dimes. They call him Jimmy Dimes or Johnny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Danny Sounds Dimes. like a mob, dude. Danny Dimes. Uh, 16 seasons, Eli Manning is retiring. Huh. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer or not. I have to look at his stats. I kind of doubt he is. He threw a lot of interceptions, although so did Brett Favre, and he's the man. So I bet he gets in. Yeah. I don't know if he's a first balloter, but I bet he gets in. Yeah. So no more Eli Manning. There are no Mannings. Has he said what he's going to do in his retirement? No, I don't know. Count his money. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. You don't see him. He's he's not the personality of his brother, by any stretch. He's kind of a dud relative to Peyton. Hmm. And I don't know much about Koopa, Koopa Manning. 
the oldest brother. Koopa? Koopa. Cooper, but they call him Koopa. Oh, like the Mario because of, because character? Because of the uh, Louisiana drawl. Koopa. Oh, oh Koopa. it's Koopa. Yeah. Koopa man. It's like uh, Coach Ogeron. Koopa. You know. Huh. So, uh, I don't know. Probably, you know, Sail the Seven Seas, Jet Set. <laughs> I'm sure he has kids. But uh, for the first time in well over 20 years, there are no man. We got, there will we're be manning, no man- manning free. Manningless NFL. Man. Yeah. So, so long, Eli. Best of luck to you. Tip tip my cap to you, sir. Because <laughs> you took out uh, took out the pets twice. Uh, well, so, uh, moving on to uh, some basketball. What's, mm. what's uh, here that Zion is? Uh, Tonight is the yeah. night. His NBA debut. Zion Williamson, number one pick out of Duke, uh, hurted his leg 15 weeks ago. Oh. And now he is back. How did he hear it is like? Uh, it wasn't the shoe exploding thing. No, but that it was, was like a, while a monster ago. jam or something. I don't know. Mon- he, like the like the uh, like NBA jam. Oh, I thought you're, I, I was I was picturing like you know grave digger and stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's was, the only was, that's the only monster jam. I it know, was a uh, monster truck monster truck accident. No, he is back coming back from injury. This will be his first NBA game. Uh, Actually, it just tipped off about half an hour ago. We've got the uh, Pelicans versus the Spurs okay. tonight. So it's going to be interesting to watch him. I think he has potential to be the best player in the NBA. I think he has the potential to be better than LeBron, but my LeBron hate is no secret. Oh, yeah. So, we, yeah. Uh, but uh, he's got a big frame. And that makes me worried. He carries a lot of weight. I mean, this guy is probably too. 50, 260, but can fly. Yeah. Can jump. I mean, he's just a big dude. Yeah. But, you know, there's been a lot of lot of talk that, well, maybe his knees are, are bad. You know, he blew out his knee. Maybe it's bad because of uh, his weight or whatever. I don't buy it. I mm. just think that's how the dude's built. He's a tank. Is, so. is he like the guy on the Pelicans? Yes. Like, I don't know now much about that team. Anthony Davis was on the Pelicans, okay. but now he went to the Lakers to play with LeBron. So he is the guy now. Are they a new team? Because, like, I didn't, I don't remember having them on. I had my, um, uh, when, yes. I, when I was a kid, my laundry uh, basket. Oh, and it was yeah, like, like a backboard. Backboard, mm-hmm. and then it had the, the big net, and I could I throw my laundry in there, and then it came with a bunch of stickers Did of all the teams. Did you dunk your socks? I wasn't good at dunking. Oh, okay. um, I'm still not. But I don't remember the Pelicans being on that. No, Maybe the they Pelicans were. are. I'm going to get this wrong. The Pelicans are not an expansion team. I don't believe. I think they are a new. Because we don't have the Hornets anymore. Do mm. we? Okay, let's see. So it was 2013. So the New Orleans Hornets. Became the Pelicans. Yeah, 2002 to 2005. So the Charlotte Hornets moved to New Orleans and then became the Pelicans mm-hmm. in thir- 13. And then according to Wikipedia, from 2005 to 2007, it says New Orleans slash Oklahoma City Hornets. Oh. So I don't know what the deal is there. I thought Oklahoma City was the Supersonics. I I don't know. I don't think... Oh, it's because of uh, Katrina. So they temporarily relocated oh, to Oklahoma makes City. Sense. Makes yes, they played yeah. there. Yes, okay, yes, that and makes then, sense. And then and then moved yep. back yep. Uh, for 2007 to 2013 when, was when they became Five, the Pelicans. 2005, or uh, 2005. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, huh? That's interesting. That's so, pretty yeah. cool. Uh, but they did have a superstar, Anthony Davis, from University of Kentucky. That oh, big, the eyebrow uh, the, guy. Yeah, the eyebrow yeah. guy. Um, but he went and. Started a super team with Bron Bron out uh, for, with the Lakers. Uh, okay, this and he's still there. Year. He's still there. This is their first year together. I think actually he's hurt right now. I think. Um, but yes, Zion Williamson. He is Mister New Orleans. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's he's the man. That's awesome. When it comes to uh, him and Joe Burrows own that yeah. town. Hmm. Right. I mean, actually, Joe Burrows probably owns Joe Burrow owns uh, Baton Rouge, but. Oh, it's, it's all right there. You got to talk like Gambit when you say that. Yeah, that's Baton true. Rouge. Red stick. That's a good one. Red to, stick Indians. To launch into an accent, you got to have one of those like mm. jumping off jumping that's off true. points. I feel like Baton Rouge. Yeah. That's it. Etouffee. Yeah. Baton Rouge. Creole. Yeah. So, 
uh, it'll be interesting to watch his highlights uh, tonight. See how he's done. I got high hopes for him. I think he's going to be fun. Yeah. It's it's just fun to see a guy that big and powerful that can move mm-hmm. and jump like he can. He's he's a specimen. What kind of shoes do you think he's going to be wearing? I mean, he's probably he's got that Nike game, doesn't he? Isn't that what he blew out? At, but that's what uh, he blew out. Yeah. Duke. Hmm. I mean, so Nike's yeah, I'm wondering what pa- they're gonna. Surely Nike papered him up. I don't know. Or did he like switch? Like some of these guys are switching to uh, Under Armour. Mm. Or Puma. Puma's making a comeback in the NBA too. Puma. Uh huh. Puma. Man. Cat. Um, oh, he's making his NBA debut mm-hmm. in special Air Jordans that oh, are not sick. yet available to oh, the public. Of course, because he's the new Jordan, right? Well. Yeah, I mean, he could be the new superstar. He is a lot bigger than Jordan, hmm. but um, there, there's only one Michael Jordan. Oh, this rowdy. is this is pretty sweet. There's only one. They are the, the 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 new Air Jordans. They are called the Bayou Boys edition. Oh, sick! Uh, with reflective faux gator material. What? Uh, yeah, inspired by the Bayou State and and Zion Williamson's aggressive playing style. Dude, um, I would wear those. They have those teeth are cool. in the base of the tongue. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. I like that green. That's kind of like the color of shoe I have on anyway. Mm-hmm. If I had $185, I'd give me a pair well, of Well, in March. <laughs> yeah. In March, you can you can pick some up for yourself. But yeah, those, those are, are sick. I'm not, I'm not a sneaker I don't head, hate those. But yeah. Uh, yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah. I could see getting into sneakers. I could see it if you had the, if you had the coin. Yeah. But... Mm, I mean, it is kind of tough because I'm going to drip something on them or, <laughs> you know, something yeah. bad's going to oh, happen yeah. to them. Get grease on them. Mm-hmm. Something. something. Man. But, yeah. I look forward to it. That's going to make the NBA a lot more uh, entertaining. Yeah. Especially small market team like that. They're going to get some primetime games and it'll be cool. I look forward to seeing him and Bron Bron go head to head. Well, and if That's you're listening to this, you'll know how the game went. We don't right now because yeah. it hasn't started right. yet. So, right? Yeah. Oh, that's true. It's nine thirty central, mm-hmm. probably. So we still we're ahead of the game here. Yeah. Well, hey, Snoop's not here, so we got started early, well, so yeah, we could yeah. go we're, home we're and we're finish fly it. through this thing. Yeah, we could, we could get maybe even catch the second half, Rowdy. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of basketball, did you catch this uh, brawl in uh, Kansas? Oh man, Kansas, Kansas State. Yeah, that was last uh, night. I believe so. That yeah. was last night in Lawrence. Uh, so that's uh, Lawrence, where Kansas is, right? Yeah, or Kansas State. Oh, I don't. Kansas gosh, is in. I don't know. One of them's in Manhattan, and one of them is in Lawrence. Hmm. I can't ever keep them straight. It's okay. I think Kansas. I don't know in, how many listeners we have in well, Kansas. So I don't know who's us to get it right. Uh, but. but yes, uh, their star player who was suspended. Already for mm-hmm. some money dealings, but then he won his appeal. Uh, Silvio de Sosa decided uh, he was going to go ham and pick up a stool. And yeah, try to hit I'm watching the slow it. motion of that right now. Dude. Yeah, he lifts that stool over his head, and you got like all kinds of people. Trying to grab the stool out of his hand. Someone finally gets it before he. Yeah, gets. I think I it was an assistant. I don't even coach. know who he was going to throw. Well, I guess trying to see who he was even mad at because everyone around him looks like people on his team uh it looks like it almost looks like a fan with the mohawk oh could have been which i don't like the looks of that guy either i might have thrown a stool lawrence so we're at kansas kansas state is in manhattan hmm yeah so bill self head coach of uh kansas uh jayhawks Mm -hmm. so we had jayhawks versus the uh wildcats here uh, Bill Self suspended Silvio De Sosa indefinitely. Hmm. And you know he had the uh, classic. This isn't how Jayhawks play. This isn't how student athletes perform. This isn't huh. about this, that, and the other. I love how they always make it a point when they make statements like this to make sure they use the phrase student athlete at least one time. <laughs> Yeah, but this guy's crazy. Huh. Obviously, he had something squirrely going on with some money dealings because he was suspended earlier in his college career and then appealed that. But So he, he missed all 36 games last, last season, year. right? Yeah, yeah. Because his guardian, because he's from Angola. 
Oh, okay. His guardian accepted money from Adidas bag man, TJ Gasanola. Oh, he was in... Oh, this is yeah. the Adidas uh-huh. thing. Of course. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And then the second half of that suspension was lifted on appeal. Uh, so he... So... He will have played, by the end of this suspension, he'll have played in 37 Kansas games and missed 55. <laughs> 52, of those game, 52 of those absences were because of various rulings. So the Big 12, though, actually, like according to this article, he, uh, he will actually be allowed to return for the final, final game of the regular season Against at Texas Tech. Texas Tech, yeah. right? Yeah, I read that. And then yeah. he'll be available for all of the postseason. Okay, so if they make the tournament, he can play mm-hmm. in the tournament. Yeah. Which they're going to make the tournament. But, I think they're like 15 and 4 or something right now. And I think the best thing for most of the players is that the videos that I was able to find are. It's mayhem. You can't tell what's happening. It's at much all. more. It's much more confusing than the malice of the palace. Yeah. But it is on that scale. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because fans are involved. Oh, yeah. Coaches are involved. There's one photo where involved. there's like a woman on the ground screaming yes. behind him, and yes. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, but he picked uh, up that stool <laughs> like he was gonna. It was like WWF. Well, he picked man. it up. He didn't, and he didn't pick it up by the legs. He wasn't gonna bash someone with the seat. He was gonna bash him with, with the, the legs. legs, with the metal part, man. Man, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It did. It looked uh, a bit like Malice and Palace. So here's how it went down. Kansas is up eighty-one to sixty. It's the last play of the game. I couldn't tell from where the video started if it was a turnover or an inbounds, but anyway, a Kansas State... I don't know State, what either of those means, so <laughs> sure. yeah. A Kansas State player makes a break for the hoop to go for a layup, and DeSosa goes for the block and basically knocks the guy down, out of bounds, kind of into the cheerleader hmm. photography area, and then just stands over him flexing. And I'm sure there were some words exchanged. Huh. I don't know if he kicked him or stomped him or what happened. But then it was just... I mean, there were 60 to 80 people involved in this. Right? Uh, it was a lot. When you yes. look between the crowd, both benches, all the coaches, yeah. security guards, yeah. photographers scrambling, yeah. cheerleaders just losing random, their mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a lot of people <laughs> in this. The only difference is I did not see any thrown beverages like the Malice in the Palace. Oh, That's what started yeah. it all, really. You don't throw a, a full beer at no. a Metal World Peace. No, not at all. You're going to get what's coming. Because, yeah, he's what all the, about what, World Peace. What do they say? Unless he gets a drink. This was yeah. pre-World Peace, though. Oh, that's, really. that's true. Yeah, that is and true. And pre-Big Panda. <laughs> or Peaceful Panda, right. or whatever he's called. My mom's friend. I've told that's you that. right. Yeah, i got to find that picture. We'll post it if I can find that picture. So your mom is friends with, with Meta uh, World Peace. With That's Ron awesome. With Ron Artest. She is, yeah. She actually is really friends with Marlon Jackson from the Colts. That's cool. An old defensive back from yeah. the Colts. He uh, does a lot of things for children in Indy and everything. Mm-hmm. She meets with him like once a month, hmm. and they talk college football all the time. Hmm. Yeah, it's wild. That's all- so I got to talk to Marlon today. I'm like, Marlon who? Marlon Jackson from the Colts? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> but she's never brought me an auto or a jersey or, or like, any kind of... told him about this podcast. Right, yeah. Like Marlon, we could... Hey, that's a good idea, yeah. Rowdy. I didn't even think of that. Maybe we get Marlon on here. Yeah. Marlon Jackson? That'd Maybe be all we right. Get, if Snoop's going to pull this stuff with taking PTO this early in the year, we'll just slide Marlon right in this If we chair. did that, I'd read a Wikipedia about who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Look up his stats. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Kansas, uh, Bill Self, get control of your team, sir. You guys are out of control. College basketball is insane this year, Rowdy. There hasn't been a number one team (laughs) stay number one for more than like four to six days. Every undefeated team's getting knocked off. Auburn was undefeated. Last week, Alabama Beat them to death. Hmm. It was awesome. And Alabama <laughs> sucks at basketball. But if you're undefeated or a number one team right now in NCAA men's basketball, you're doomed. Hmm. You are destined to lose. Hmm. It's crazy. I bet there have been a half a dozen, eight, ten teams number one this year. Wow. They just keep getting knocked off. Huh. All of them. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. It's wild to watch. I'm sure Snoop will love it, and we will get to tourney time, and it'll be all about it. We'll but, have to see. But, yeah, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good season. Wildcats, boy, they're, I know two or three Kentucky fans here in town, and, boy, they got their heads down. 
They got like five or six losses already really? this season. Yeah, Kentucky, and they're usually like oh uh, dominant. Okay, dominant. Yeah, because you usually go with they're the blue team. They're a blue, they're team, a blue right? team, and you usually right. go with the blue team. Yeah, that's right. That's right. If there's one, if there's one blue. thing I've learned, if there's a blue team, pick blue, right? But you know where there isn't a blue team, Rowdy, in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. So we've got who are the who are we looking at? We for got the, the Super Kansas Bowl? City Chiefs. Okay, from Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. And the San Francisco 49ers from San Francisco, California. Okay. Chiefs, Niners. Mm-hmm. Red team. Red team wins. And where's the Super Bowl? Is it my it's Miami? Uh, right? It's in yeah. Miami this year. Okay. Will Smith's doing the halftime show. Oh yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah, that's we've got not the Shakira right. J. Shakira J. Lo. Yep, yep. But yep, Miami, yep, yep. a little yep. Latin flavor. Yep. Fits right in. It's gonna be good. It is. It's gonna be dope. So Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll have to catch up on hot taters. Next week, since okay. next week yep. is the Pro Bowl. When Snoop comes back, he can get his uh, spreadsheet out okay. and finish up Sounds the good. We'll talk to uh, Mr. Pussy Willow again. We'll call him up, ring him up. He. And see, uh, is he gone? I mean, he may be, na- he naps a lot. So <laughs> okay. He may be napping depending on when the show is, but yeah. Well, I'll, I'll see if I can get a hold of him. Okay, though. yeah, just ring him up on his yep. cat phone. Yeah. So 49ers ended this regular season uh, with a 12 and 2 record. San Francisco ended the season with a 13 and 3 record. Both these teams had a bye, so they only had to win uh, a couple games to get in. Uh, Kansas City just finished off my Titans mm-hmm. convincingly in Kansas City, and then San Francisco beat Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. uh, out in the Bay Area at the worst stadium in football, Levi Stadium. Yeah. In wherever that is. It's not in San Francisco, it's in. San Jose. I don't know. It's somewhere yeah. over there. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, led by Patty Mahomes, who threw for 4,031 yards this year, ended the season with a 76.3 QBR rating. That's out of a 0 to 100. So he's got a 76.3 hmm. rating. So what's that? Is C? That That's a C. good? That is good. Yeah. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, ended the season for San Francisco with 3,978 yards with a 58.8. QBR rating. Um, Is Pat Mahomes uh, Eric Andre's brother? You know, oh, yeah. He kind of does look like, like a little Eric bit Andre. like Eric. He has Eric Andre hair for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He could be Eric Similar Andre's smiles, brother. too. Yeah. That's a good call. The interesting thing about Kansas City this year, Rowdy, is they lost to three of the four AFC South teams, hmm. which is the division that the uh, Colts are in. They lost to the Colts, the Titans, and... And uh, the Houston Texans in the regular season, the only AFC South team they beat this year was Jacksonville, although they did get their revenge against huh. Tennessee in the AFC championship game. San Francisco, I didn't even look up who they lost to. They only lost three games, so hmm. that See, is not bad at all. So are you, are you picking uh, 49ers I think I for go the for, Super Bowl? Man, they're, they're scary. Their yeah. defense is the real deal. Yeah, But, you know, I, I do have some Chiefs love. Hmm. Uh, they are my bandwagon team. I do not dislike San Francisco. I really like Jimmy G. But I did. I went deep into the stats since I took it upon myself since Snoop isn't here to get some real stats here. <laughs> and the stats for these teams, when you average them out, are damn near identical, Rowdy. Really? So let's just run through this real quick. 281 yards a game passing for Kansas City to 237 yards passing for San Francisco. What? So that means That's what? how many yards they throw per game on average. Oh, on average. Right? Okay, I was like, for the whole season? That's not a lot of <laughs> yeah. yards. Okay. Rushing yards on average for Kansas City is 98.1 yards. Okay, that's to, just where, like, I've run the ball. That's where you hand off the ball to the running back or the quarterback keeps yeah. the ball and you run it, not throwing it. Okay, without right? getting we, tackled. Right. Until you run until you get tackled, okay. right? And then uh, rushing yards for San Francisco, 144.1 per game. But when you add that up, total yards of offense, mm-hmm. Kansas City's 379.2 to San Francisco's 381.1. Hmm. So we're within, what, two yards yeah. of total offense. Hmm. So the offenses are well matched. Now, points scored per game. On average, Kansas City scores 28.2 points per game. Okay. San Francisco scores 29.9 points per okay. game. Points allowed, this is what your defense gives up, and oh. or your special teams gives up per game. 19- how, do they, how do they? 
Yeah. How do they figure that? Well, it's how many points. Like, so the Colts play Tennessee, right? Yeah. And if it's a 20 to 13 game, then yeah. the Colts gave up thir- points allowed is 13. Okay. And then you just add them all up and divide by 16 at the end of the season, and that's okay. your average all points right. allowed, right? So points allowed for Kansas City, 19.3. Okay. Points allowed for San Francisco, 19.4. Interesting. And San Francisco got a nasty defense. Hmm. Kansas City got an overlooked defense. They got the Honey Badger on there. They got some pass rushers. They got something going on. This might be one of the better matchups for a Super Bowl in a very long time, just purely on stats. Hmm. Yeah, this is. I'm looking forward to this game. This is gonna be a. This is gonna be a good game. And I mean, you break it up with J Lo and uh, Shaquilla. I mean, you can't beat it. Now, okay, so the San Francisco 49ers mm-hmm. have not won a Super Bowl since 1994. Right with Steve Young. And remember Joe Montana, Golden Domer, Notre Dame that Joe. Guy. Yeah, he was a 49er. And the and. The, the Chiefs, Chiefs have Ooh. never won a Super Bowl? Uh, that doesn't oh, sound right. 1969. I, yeah, uh, but I was going to say it has been eight, 50 years, 51 years. So they were conference champions in 2019. Oh, that's, yes. That's, this, that's for yeah, the that's Super Bowl. Yeah, that's this year. That's but why they made the it. Bowl. They made it a pretty good ways last year or the year before. Okay. Yeah, they they've the been, they've been division champions uh, 2010, 2016, 2017, 2018, Yeah, I was going to say the last three or four years, since Patty Mahomes yeah. and they've been putting together a team, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, uh, they've got a really good team. Hmm. They're nasty. And they got a, a, a really cool head coach, I, Andy Reid, uh, the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah! The Wilford Brimley of, yeah. of the NFL. That's very true. I, I did not know anything about Andy Reid. Uh, Besides, at, at he spells the, at, his name wrong. At the start of this week, uh, that's true. It's, yeah. it's it should be Andy Ride. Yeah. Uh, but a coworker, uh, you know, we talked about uh, Ed Ozron. Yeah. And his ham, ham sandwich. Coach O. Coach O. Coach o. Uh, I'm, I'm, I just I'm, ate me a ham sandwich last week. Get back on all that recruiting trail. Yeah. And so we were. Uh, I, I got to get out of that voice now. So we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about. Uh, how a coworker is like, oh, you should talk about sandwiches this week on the podcast. Love it. Since uh, we are a, they, a food podcast we're as well. Very, very much yeah, uh, pro food. F- pro food on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> um, and so, because he was like, yeah, because uh, he, you know, he just had this quote about how he celebrated with a, a cheeseburger, which I looked up his quote. It was, I ate a, I, I ate a cheeseburger and went to bed. Uh, was like how he <laughs> how he game, celebrated. That's how he celebrated. The, yeah, the AFC because his work is not yet done. Right. Oh yeah. Got one more game. But when I try, when I googled Andy Reid cheeseburger, uh huh, cheeseburger, I unlocked a treasure trove of <laughs> Andy Reid's. I don't know anything about his football career, uh-huh. but I can tell you a lot about his food career. Let's hear at it. This Let's point. do this. I love it. All right. So he looks like a gentleman that loves food. So he's an interesting guy. He is. He, he grew up, I found out, he grew up in uh, Hollywood. Hollywood, uh, California? His, yeah, his dad I didn't know that. was a like set designer, uh, an artist oh, cool. for like musicals at Ugh. like one of the one Cats. of the big like theaters in in Hollywood. So he's like building, you know, all these sets and he's stuff. He's put on a production, yeah. an oh, off-Broadway yeah. production of Cats, no doubt. Oh yeah. So Andy Andy Reid's got a an artistic side to him. Okay. His brother said actually like he he would like you know sketch faces like as he's just like you know. Ah thinking or whatever mm-hmm. talking on the phone he'll just be doodling a doodler yeah and he's like oh yeah he's great you've seen andy reed before and you don't remember it the punt pass and kick remember when snoop and i show you the the youth punt pass and kick the guy that's the a giant, giant that's yeah. andy reed yes yes i i, yeah. I, I found that <laughs> yeah. that is one of the funniest videos where he's, he's two he's, feet taller oh, than everybody yes, and 100 pounds he was like 12 or 13 years old yes and he's just towering apparently he had to borrow and like all the other kids have like youth uniforms Uh for like whatever team that was he had to get a college he had had to get the actual like yeah one of the one of the full grown players had to let him borrow a uniform because he couldn't fit in it it's so awesome uh, so he's always been a big. He's person. been a big guy. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. like even in in high school, 
his parents had a, a Model A, I believe. Oh wow! So he'd roll up to football practice in his Model A, <laughs> and and they were like, uh, some people who were on the team were like, yeah, it was the funniest thing ever. Like this massive guy <laughs> out this rolls up car. in this like 1920s like little car. Um, Oh, so great. he he grew up in L.A. All right. and uh, and one of his favorites growing up was uh, the uh, Tommy's hamburger chain, uh, which apparently uh, in he still has frozen uh, Tommy's hamburgers flown in uh, to him in Kansas City. Wow, he says. I love those things. It's it's good for your joints. The grease keeps you lubed up, man. <laughs> Um, and you gotta think they're good burgers in Kansas they City must be. too. Well, yeah. and we'll get into right. that because he uh, he knows a lot also about Kansas City food. I bet he does. Um, so as longtime a, Philly coach too. Yeah. So I bet he's a oh, cheesesteak fan. He's had fan some cheesesteaks yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I think that the uh, the Philly cheesesteak industry probably took a massive hit when, <laughs> when he, he left the city. Yeah. Um, I bet you're right. <laughs> so I, f- I found another anecdote when he w- when he was young. He actually got a job serving food in the green room of a TV talk show. He says, oh. I'm not sure whether it was the Merv Griffin or the Johnny Carson show, but they put me in charge of dishing out the sweet and sour meatballs. They were unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and I was told I could only give three of them out to people. You name it, all of Hollywood would come through these shows. I knew all the athletes. So if it was Wilt Chamberlain or one of those guys, they'd get as many meatballs as they wanted. <laughs> but apparently, uh, John Wayne got shut down. Oh, Andy really? Yeah. Yeah, Andy. No yeah. love for the Duke. Yeah, John Wayne asked for more than three, and 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 Andy Reid was not having no it. No time for yeah. you, Duke. So, oh so man! He, so he said, "I found out later he was a great athlete. Maybe I should have given him a few more meatballs." <laughs> I like how he doesn't know whether it was Merv Griffith or <laughs> yeah. or what show he was on, but he He's, remembers the meatballs. I, can you just picture him Johnny as Carson. the meatball guy <laughs> in the green room, like Big meatball dishing out yeah. meatballs? That's wow. I mean that's just a funny that scene. That sounds like a good gig. So then he was at uh he was at Brigham Young. He's mm-hmm. a he's a Mormon. That's right. He's BYU alum. Um yep. uh converted to Mormonism uh when he started dating his wife. He's going to get his own meatball plate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's how it works, uh, right? That's beautiful. <laughs> I, I might convert yeah, as well. Dude. I mean, uh, so then then he went to uh, San Francisco State and was the offensive line coach. Okay. And uh, apparently at, at culinary San, tour. At, uh, yeah, at San Francisco State, it was a tradition for the coaches to sell hot dogs on the quad uh, <laughs> to raise money for the program, which most of the coaches were just like, you know, this is Bush League. Like, right. why are we doing this? Right. But according to a friend of his, he Andy said, loved it. I'm telling you, Andy Reid sold more hot dogs than any coach in the history of San Francisco State. So he helped finance that program from 1983 to 1985. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure that's where Bill Russell went to college, too. Oh. The basketball, Hall of Fame basketball player, San Francisco State. So he, he ends up in Green Bay. Yep. He was an offensive assistant at Green Bay. And so according to the former's uh Former Packers quarterbacks coach Steve Mariucci. Yeah, very uh, good. They were the they were they were they were buddies uh-huh. on the team at the same time. So this was from ninety two to ninety four. He said, uh, "We ate, we ate, man." <laughs> he said one night we were at the Prime Quarter, which is apparently a big steakhouse steak in Green Bay. Okay. He said, and we both order a giant forty ounce steak. He goes, "This thing is huge." The girl comes out and tells us that if we eat this thing in under an hour. You get your picture on the wall and a chef's hat and all that. He said, Andy finished his in 19 minutes. <laughs> he said, I ate mine in 30. Our picture is still on the wall there. That's so awesome. Um, so then from 99 to 2012, he's in Philadelphia, Philly. as you yep. said. Yep. And he instituted Taco Tuesdays and Fast Food Fridays <laughs> for, the, for the Eagles. <laughs> Um, which apparently when he left the team, that was like one of the biggest changes. Like, Oh, it was a shock to the system. So Chip Kelly came in and, uh, like someone at the time was like, 
Yeah, you can tell there are some massive changes in the program. When you walk into the cafeteria, there's like posters about the food guide pyramid everywhere. Uh, and he replaced all of the, you know, Taco Tuesday and Fast Food Friday, uh, where now like players come off the field and they've got tables filled with fruit and juices. Oh, they've man. got personalized Culture smoothies shock. for every player. Yeah. So, yeah. But. Well, that former Oregon coach, he's all about. You know, nutrition and athletics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So Andy Reid decided to move move his his Fast Food Friday program to Kansas City. Uh, So in, in, uh, I think he signed with uh, Kansas City in January of 2013. Mm -hmm. So by, from January through April of 2013, he said... I've eaten, and, and I'm also, I also got to think like he signs with the chiefs. There's got to be a little bit of period of time where he's like packing up the house. Oh, so let's sure. say, you know, maybe like, you know, if he signs like January 3rd or 4th, like maybe like the last week of January, he's moving out. So we've mm-hmm. got like the last week of January and then February, March and April. Yeah. So three months and maybe a week in that time, he said, I've eaten at about 50 Kansas City barbecue places, and I haven't found one I don't like. <laughs> now, awesome. at this time in 2013, there were 79 barbecue restaurants in Kansas City, so and he'd he eaten at almost of all of them. Wow. Uh, and then he quickly found his, his favorite, which is, if you're ever in Kansas City, it's uh, Fiorella's Jack Stack Barbecue. Jack Stack Barbecue. Yeah, which is apparently pretty near his house. And so what he likes to do is when he... Uh, uh, when he's going home from work, uh, he'll call in an order and just park his truck out front, and they bring the they bring the food out. Coach Reed, yeah. as, as Andy Reed says, how great is that? Oh yeah, how great is that? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so he he instituted the uh, like he brought the he brought the fast food Fridays to KC KC, but he said we've had to clean it. He says we ha- we've had to clean it up a little bit. The times are changing, but not too much yeah <laughs> says they've definitely cleaned up especially from the stories i've heard back in the day he said we still get the barbecue in there when you're in kansas city you've got to get the barbecue in there but oh man but yeah i bet he's fun to play for apparently yeah, yeah. apparently he's he's just kind of like a quiet dude uh-huh. and they're like yeah he, and he's he kind walks of an offensive in, wizard and he's and he's just got a little you know mm-hmm. smile on his face mm-hmm. he says it's like a little cat-like smile on his face and uh gentle yeah, giant all, all of his players like everyone who's worked with him like loves this yeah. guy um and he looks great in those wet, oh, red windbreaker oh pull yeah over windbreaker and he only wears shorts yep. he's still still a california boy yeah um but yeah, he. Uh, but he is always thinking about food. There was a, um, uh, a, a, large a press conference in uh, 2014 where, like, one of his examples, he's like, um, he's like, it's like a Snickers bar in the freezer, right? I mean, it's treasured. <laughs> um, and apparently, one of his his quarterback at the time, um, Alex Smith, was. Told yeah. the NFL Network that he was always treating the whole team to cheeseburgers. Um, he said, um, "So, so when reporters ask him about that, he said, well, we had cheeseburgers Saturday night.' He said, I mean, I use that term all over, which it's like <laughs> the reporter follows this up pretty well. He says, I mean, I use that term all over. It's hard to beat a good cheeseburger. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> so the reporter said, How else would you use that term? And he goes, I don't know. This press conference is getting old. I need to go grab a cheeseburger. <laughs> Just as an excuse yeah, to get yeah, out. The dude, the dude loves, loves it. Cheeseburgers. Um, another good Andy Reid story. Apparently, I don't know when exactly this happened, but apparently he was out to dinner with um, Philadelphia Eagles owner uh, Jeffrey Lurie. Uh-huh. So this had to probably be back in his right, back in his Philly days. days. Yeah. And at that point, they were at uh, Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. And, um, so this, this, this story is told by Rich Farino, who is now the regional vice president of Del Frisco's. He said, um, basically when the server comes up and gives their spiel, they describe the different cuts of meat, flavor, flavor profiles and textures. He described them to Andy and said, would you like the ribeye, the New York strip or the filet mignon? And Andy said, yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's like, like to all three. Yeah. He said, that's kind of, he said, that's kind of how it got started. He said, they put all three in front of him and he put down about 90% of them. Uh, he estimated it was about 50 ounces of steak. So, so this was, uh, the back, Bigger back, back the in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. It was 40, 40 ounces in about 19 minutes. And now, he, now, uh, flash forward, he's, he's up to about 50 ounces of steak. But he's uh, pacing himself. Now, yeah. I'm oh yeah. Sure. Pace, yeah, yeah. Pacing it. So yeah. rumor, I don't know if they ever did this, but at the time Del Frisco's was apparently talking about creating, uh, an Andy Reed trio on the menu where <laughs> you could awesome. get all three. Yes. Um, so when he was asked about this, he said, well, I might have, I mean, it might've been for Joe, Jeffrey and Andy. Other than that, I don't remember ordering three steaks. I'll take credit for it though. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. man, something about eating. Yeah, I like to eat. Uh, he loves. Yeah. He loves to eat. Yeah, um, he likes to win too. And oh yeah, he does a lot of it in KC. Man, he had a, he had some good teams in Philly, too. But KC, I mean, he's got it. He was. You remember a guy named Donovan McNabb? Yeah, yeah. He was his coach out in Philly. But wait, uh, was he the soup guy? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Chunky soup. Yeah, yeah. That's all I remember yeah. Donovan McNag well, from. We're about yeah, food, yeah. So yeah, but uh, yeah, Andy Reid. I'm I'm rooting for the rooting for Andy. <laughs> oh, Reed he's. I'm 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 on his side. Like yeah. he's yeah. They're fun. Yeah, he's he's got some fun. I mean, uh, an- another another fun anecdote. Uh, this this was in 2018. Uh, so this guy, Charles McDonald, who's a NFL writer for uh-huh. the New York Daily News. I think he used to work for SB Nation. Okay. Uh, so he ran into Andy Reid at the airport. And uh, and so after, after this is all done, this uh, Charles McDonald, he's like tweeting about this interaction. He said, yeah, they basically they had a long talk about Thanksgiving foods. <laughs> and see? like mine. And so he said, uh, he's like, and so Andy Reid gave him a list of the cheeses he uses in his mac and cheese, his famous mac and cheese. So this is this is verbatim. It says write this down. Mac and cheese cheeses. Number one, grated Fontina. Ooh. Number two, grated mozzarella. Mozzarella. Number three, grated parmesan. Parmesan. Uh, number four, grated sharp cheddar. Oh yeah. Number five, gouda. Oh. Uh, number six, Gruyere. Wow. And then after that, it just says five cheeses should be good. <laughs> he listed six With cheeses. Six? Yeah. And McDonald, like this, Charles McDonald said the best part of all of this was that he told me it was going to be a seven cheese <laughs> mac and cheese recipe. Well, five's good, yeah. but I'll give you six. Yeah, and he said then he sent me six cheeses, and then said five was going to be enough. <laughs> That's great. Oh, uh, and then he also said... He's, Attention to detail makes a oh, great coach. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said also, he's like, uh, that Reed, quote, has an unfathomable amount of recipes saved on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Uh, this makes me like... I've always liked Andy Reed, but this makes me like him even Oh, more. man. Like, he's just never not thinking about food. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, and that cheeseburger is his. Uh, what do you call it when you like your, his love language? Well, that, yes, that yeah. and your escape when oh. you got to do something. Yeah. You know, like oh my kid's sick or oh I got to go. You know, nope, uh, I got to go get a cheeseburger. <laughs> well, speaking of, so Matt is it Matt Nagy? Is that how you say uh-huh. his name? Yep. So he used to work for Andy Reid, uh-huh. and then he. Uh, he became coach of the bears or worked for the bears or something like that. Okay. So apparently this was in, this was in March of 2019. Um, so the chiefs, well, would have been before that, like would have been in that season anyway. Uh, so apparently like in that season, the chiefs had lost to the Patriots and then like the same week, uh, the Bears had lost to the Eagles, and so they're like on the phone uh-huh. and just kind of commiserating about their losses. And and uh, Matt and Nagy said about 15 minutes into the conversation, Reed just goes, "Oh man, we just both need a cheeseburger." <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, That's a good code word. Cheeseburger, oh yeah, cheeseburger. I don't cheeseburger, know. That, I mean, cheeseburger. It's I, I do wonder because like that. That's the intriguing thing about this whole thing when he says. He uses that term all over. Yeah. Like, what does that like mean? Like, what else term. is he using that for? I mean, like, because I think it's, 
Cheese, I, I think it's cheeseburger just, time. I think it's just cheeseburgers. I think he. Really I think just maybe he's he's maybe a little ashamed of how many cheeseburgers he eats. How so he's like, oh, I use it for code. But. How many cheeseburgers do you think he eats in a week? Oh man, I, like based on this, I'm saying at least one a day. Oh yeah, like I that's. I think we're pushing yeah. fifteen. I like that, Andy Reid is not. I mean, you and I can eat several cheeseburgers in a sitting. Andy Reid is housing some cheeseburgers. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think we should. Like, Andy Reid comes to your barbecue, you better have some cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to have you gotta have one grill going you just go for to him. You stuff and get yeah. a whole lot of beef. Yeah. You got the Andy Reid grill and then the everyone else grill. That's right. Because he's, he's like wimpy. He's, mm-hmm. yeah. He is. That is, I haven't thought about Wimpy in a yeah. long time. Yeah. I but mean, Wimpy ate hamburgers, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. No cheese. Yeah. yeah that's, Maybe he yeah. was lactose intolerant. That could be. You know. Um, man. Uh, you just got to pop a pill and get that cheese on there, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. Well, I eat cheese. So cheese, most cheese that you put on cheeseburgers. Yeah. What it, would it's this pretty, mac pretty, and cheese do to you? Well, okay. If so you his, ate so this. his... Fontana mozzarella parmesan sharp cheddar yeah. gouda and gruyere. Yeah, so Andy Reid's famous <laughs> seven cheese, six cheese, five cheese yeah. mac and cheese. Seven six five. Yeah, eight towns yes. area code. Yeah, the seven six five <laughs> mac and cheese. Uh, that would destroy me. Yeah, you would yeah. not see me for a week. Uh, but like most things, like if it's like cheddar, uh, mozzarella too. Like if Swiss. it's if it's like a lot of a lot of cheeses. Like if you if if it's like on a on a sandwich. Like I'm not a cheese guy. I hate cheese, yeah. and I'm lactose intolerant because yeah. I just don't like dairy. So okay. I stopped eating dairy because I don't like it, You're and now an I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. Not really. I just didn't eat. I just didn't in college. I just didn't eat dairy because I just didn't like it. Yeah. So now I'm lactose intolerant. But like that would probably destroy me. But if I have just like a cheeseburger, a slice of cheese on yeah, a Sammy is not like going to tear you. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but man, I, I am a little worried about Andy Reid's colon health. Um, How about I mean, his heart? Well, yes. He's not a small man. He is not a small man. I mean, he's pushing. Four hundred. Yeah, he he. Don't he, you think? I mean, because he's a tall he's, dude. Too. Yeah, he is. You look a, at him on the sideline, and some of those defensive linemen, offensive yeah. linemen. I mean, he's not as big he as they are. Because he doesn't tall but, compared to them, but like they're massive. Yeah, but you then you look at like yeah. the trainers yeah. or the the sideline reporter yes. women or something, and they're dwarfed by these oh, yeah. dudes. Yeah, because so, like I, my only frame dude. of reference for like how big football players is like one time I was walking into the movies like right behind Jeff Saturday. Yeah, and I was when like, he was playing in his yeah. playing days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this guy, like this guy in front of me is like a, a tank. Right. I mean, he he was like the full width of the of the li- little hallway into the movie theater. And then I realized I was like, oh, it's Jeff Saturday from the Saturday special at Penn Station. <laughs> Basically, yeah. the only way I know football players is if they're associated with food. Chunky soup. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jeff Saturday's Saturday special. Um, uh, in 1981, yeah. as an undrafted player uh-huh. in the NFL draft. Andy Reid came up at 6'3", 265. Okay. So he is a tall dude. 6'3", yeah. is tall. So I'm saying he's 6'3", 380? 380, 385 okay. now. Yeah. He's yeah. put on a buck 40. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Man. Head coach of the offense. Oh, well maybe he wasn't a play. No, he was undrafted. And then he says head coach offensive line, 6'3", 265. Okay. Reed. Yeah. He doesn't have a picture of him. But, yeah. That's large. And then, you know, guys like Jeff Saturday, you see him on TV now? I bet he's dropped oh, 70 pounds. Yes. He, you know? yeah, yeah, he looks he super looks thin now. Yeah. But, yeah, he was massive yeah. back then. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, and you hear a lot of those guys when they retire and stuff, they're like, I don't have to eat anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, they have to eat to stay that big. Oh, yeah. You know, so. And man. Andy Reid just eats because he loves to eat. Cheeseburger. Uh, he, it, this was this was also in 2019. A reporter asked him if he did anything fun or exotic in the offseason. He said, I attacked a couple of chili rellenos. <laughs> Uh, which yes. if, it, it is, it's this is if you don't know, chili peppers stuffed with your choice of Delicious. meat, pork, chili uh, you know, cheese, and then you Delicious. batter them, fry yep. them up, top them with some spicy and you red sauce. Keep that stem oh on yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 
so yeah, so he attacked a couple of those, uh, <laughs> and then uh, just this past November, uh, Andy Reid, his dream came true. He became an official citizen of Flavortown, USA. Uh, he filmed an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He got taken to Flavortown? Yeah, oh yeah. Wow. With Guy Fieri. Actually, yes. he took Guy Fieri to Flavortown. No doubt about it. I believe it. Because Guy Fieri, uh, which I, I still feel weird saying his name that way when his name is Fieri, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he actually let uh, he actually let Andy Reid choose the restaurant. Oh wow! So they went to a place called Pig Witch yeah. in uh, in Kansas City. Yeah. And he goes, "That's a great restaurant right there." Number one. <laughs> uh, so they had the big pig, which is a pork tenderloin with a smoked pork oh, burger on little, top, jalapeno pickle, uh, ranch, mm. pepper jack, and induja. Which oh. is like that, like spicy African type, uh, oh. almost like African chorizo. It's spicy. Ooh. It's yeah, it's good, this but it's hot. Good. And then where he loved the uh, the short rib burger, which is braised beef, uh, tomato, aioli, and lettuce. Which he ate half of in like two bites. Oh, they cut it in half and destroyed it. Destroyed. Yeah. It. Yeah. Hey. Do you, Andy? I mean, are we this, Chiefs fans? Is, oh, are yeah. we Chiefs fans? This, this, for this the is what Super put Bowl? it over the edge for me. So, Andy Reid, you know, a lot of people his age have bitmojis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, apparently, Andy Andy Reid is big on bitmojis. So, this is another anecdote from Matt Nagy. He said, Reid's big on bitmojis and he builds himself in a Tommy Bahama shirt. Uh, so he has a Tommy Bahama and then he'll send me a picture of like eating a bunch of cheeseburgers or something. And then I have mine and I send him back mine. He said, we have fun with it. And then he pulled out his phone and showed and showed the most recent one. And it was like, see, you see coach with the pancakes. See, I'm not lying. It's right there. <laughs> so that's basically like he, he has a good time. He, Andy Reid laughs out. Andy Reid, Tommy Bahama shirt in yeah. his shorts and just going Beefs, to town on, on whatever. Yeah, grease and so meats. I, I say Chiefs. Hail Chiefs. Let's hail, do it. Hail to the Chiefs. Let's do it. We'll see what Snoop says next week. Yeah, but, uh, we got we got a couple weeks till the big game, but I, I feel like we ought to just get uh, copious amounts of meats oh, and watch the Super yes. Bowl. Yes, <laughs> in honor of you, Coach Andy. Yeah. Like that, this, I, you, you're my guy. Yes. Man, well, if you are still listening, you're probably drooling by this point. Oh, how are you not? And you know we love you, and maybe you know some other people who'd be willing to let us love them too. So if you know someone who's a fan of, I don't know, uh, cheeseburgers, hot dogs. Uh, 765 Mac and Cheese. 765 Mac and Cheese, you name it. Buzzers. Uh, <laughs> shoot them a link to this episode. So that's it. We did it. Episode one, two, three. We did sports. As always, we want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, homesick with uh, home with his sick kids, yeah. food editor Dennis Chu, and the honorary ball boy this week is Ball Woman. Oh, Ball the Woman, the first woman to be uh, to coach as an offensive assistant coach uh, in the Super Bowl. Nice, Katie Sowers for the 49ers. Nice, She's the, uh, assistant offensive coach. Yeah, first woman to ever coach in the Super Bowl. Sorry, Katie. Yeah, we're going with the Chiefs, lose. but congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. Man, so you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsports at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you would like to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask... How about some squats? How about it? Hey.